Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Excited to start this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you really. You really, <laughs> really snuck up on me with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like the most. Like I've I've I don't laugh like that. I don't get in that chuckle loop that I sure did. That was good. Or I just <laughs> did, I cut, did I catch you off that. guard there, Griff? You really did. Alright, well fantastic. That was the goal. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's hey, it's a new year here for the pet shop. Yeah, time time works weird here. New Year's Day is our anniversary, and yeah. we can't help it. Those that joined us last time know uh, that we celebrated our two-year anniversary with our last episode. Yeah. It was very exciting for us, and now we're back. A, a whole a, a, Our year begins anew. So last year, we uh, when, we, when we first opened the shop, uh, faith, faithful customers will, will know that we opened our shop in the mythic land of Bemidji, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. The far but, north. You know, we we realized that with with the amount of overhead we were tacking on, we needed someplace a bit more remote to make sure that like you know random townsfolk don't wander into our portal nexus. And so we moved over to the lovely tropical Bermuda Triangle, the beach where, where we have been for the past um, 365 days. Yes. However, I think that the the, the famed interference of the Beatrag is starting to rend its uh, magics on our portal nexus. Well, on our portal nexus, yes, but also, like, our just business. Because we we did decide to pick arguably one of the most inaccessible places to open Mm -hmm. a store. Which, you know, is on us. That's on us. It's like, we've been getting, with the portals, people coming in, it's fine, but, like, Upon this plane, UTP customers, like, no one wants to come here. Planes go down, you know, ships sink. Sure, like, you got great shorts, but... Great shorts. Yeah, you know, Bermuda shorts. No, I got it. Awesome, cool. Just wanted to double check you got it. Um, So, with that, we did decide, you know, it was time for another yearly uh, uh, locale change. Mm-hmm. So and we haven't we haven't figured that out yet. We figured we'd we'd kind of figure it out, like kind of let you in on like the business meetings behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah, you know. So, so where to, my boy? Where's where's what's next on the docket? All right, we've done we've done high north, you know, high north. <laughs> we've done north. We've done you know 
Tropical. Close to Canada cold. We've done like practically on the equator tropical. Um, somewhere somewhere nice and temperate, maybe. Why don't we go to? I can't wait. I don't know why Copenhagen was the first thing that came to my mind. I could get down on Copenhagen. Well, I go to Copenhagen. I could I could be down for that's in Denmark, right? I, I'm I'm going to look because frankly, my my lack of uh, of um. Paying attention in geology, uh, not geology, but geography is really kicking me. See, I thought it was geology. That's how little <laughs> I paid attention. Copenhagen. Let's see. Thank you, Wikipedia. It's like Denmark. I want to say Denmark. Yes, it is Danish. Woo-hoo! Copenhagen is the capital and most populous city of Denmark. As of uh, January 1st, 2020, the city had a population of uh, 794,128. With mm. six thousand three hundred uh, six hundred thirty-two thousand three hundred forty in the Copenhagen municipality, that might be a little busy for us. Honestly, I mean, let's let's find here since since we both have Google up right now, okay. looking at Denmark. Let's find an obscure Danish city to uh, to uh, uh, call. I'm home. here for it. I literally googled obscure Danish city. 97 cool and unusual things to do in Denmark. No, that's not it. Ooh. 10 lovely Danish towns you've never heard of. I Hang on. I might have it. Okay. Bjerringbro? I mean, like, you got me on the name alone. Tell me more about it, Griffin. It's a railway town. Okay. <laughs> Population of just under 7,500. All right. And, okay, so I got Wikipedia up. Let me open up the... Let me open up Portalpedia. Good lay energy. Like I say, those rail lines it's, also bring a whole new like level of like UTP like product movement, like industry. Yeah, yeah. industry. It does, it does say here that one of the like predominant ley lines in the area does connect to the Johto region of the Pokemon realm. Oh, fantastic! Well, you know what. I think it's time for for us to be the very best. And I'm going to stop there because I don't want to violate fair use. Right. Um. But bum, bum, bum. There we go. Zach and Griff, going to get them all. <laughs> um, so, I'm really glad I took a really small drink there because otherwise it would be all over my monitors. I'm very, I'm very good to, glad to hear So that. real quick, real quick. So we're good on, we want to move to Bering, 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 bro? Bering, bro. Man, from Bering, bro, bro. That's, that's the spelling. B-J-E-R-R-I-N-G, bro. Bering, bro. That's awesome. I'm here Bering, for it. bro, Denmark. We're, uh, off we go, baby. All right, let me get the coordinates punched in here real quick. Um, Batten down the hatches. Secure all the habitats. Unplug the coffee maker. All right, you ready? Um, did our um, did, did the DVR save the bastion for us? Check. Uh, yes. All right, fantastic. We're good. Damn it! Oh no, we forgot to tell Simpkins. Bearing bro. Bearing bro. He'll 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 meet us. 
meet meet up with us later. It'll be good. Um, but yeah, so we decided that we're gonna do a Pokemon episode. (laughs) (laughs) But more specifically, we're gonna do just like the real shitty ones. I think I think the idea behind this episode is twofold. The idea of shitty Pokemon. Yes, is one. We can find a reason, as we've done, I think, consistently throughout this show, find a reason for the on-the-surface unlovable things and finding the, re- finding the reasons to, to love them. But also, as, I, as Zach and I are lifelong Pokemon fans, of just tearing these shitty Pokemon apart. We're going to rip so them to pieces. So it's going to be very twofold. <laughs> We're going to rip them to pieces. I'm so excited. What's great is that we went through... So, uh, for the Pokemon aficionados out there, um, you know what? I don't really think... Do we need to do an an explanatory thing? On Pokemon? Because I think even people who don't, like, aren't into Pokemon, I think they at least understand the concept because it's that popular. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. When you turn, like, 11, you're allowed to just go (laughs) off on your own. Um, yep. away from, with no parental supervision, capturing creatures from you know their their families and their homes, and making them mm-hmm. battle to near death. Yeah, that we're pretty not much gonna, covers it. We can address the ethics <laughs> of the Pokemon universe in another episode. That's fair, but like we we, we acknowledge that the concept, of the buy in for the Pokemon universe is fucked. Oh, it's up. so fucked, Tobies. Anyway, we're anyway. gonna do Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're sticking in the original 150 for right now. Yes, um, Gen One. And Zach and I have each picked two Pokemon that we personally believe are busted. The other person might not necessarily believe believe they're busted. So this can be a great way for like you can explain why they're busted, and I can explain why they're lovable, and vice versa. There we go. I'm here for it. I love it. All right. All right. So let's let's do. I'm going to start this off, and this is one that I'm pretty sure is going to make you real sad, Griff. <sighs> that is Slowpoke. For those who are uninitiated, Slowpoke is a, a little pink, like mixture, like of like a sloth and an otter. I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's only they've only got like the one toe, like <laughs> like the one like the one like yeah, the one toe In on the, the feet. Um, we're using uh, Bulbapedia for some for some information gathering. In the biology section, it says they resemble a cross between a salamander and a hippopotamus. Oh, I mean, it's not too far but off I, either. But I, I like yours a, a lot more, well, actually. Which would make sense for the fact that they're slow as fuck. <laughs> Their name... Like, I don't think they tried. Like, they were like, hey, so this pink guy, he, he doesn't do a lot. He's just crazy slow. It's like uh, fucking slow poke. They're like, hey, you did it. That's the name. That's the name now. And uh, yeah, it, it doesn't get any better. Uh, <laughs> slow poke is a dual water and psychic type, which granted is a cool combo. But like, I mean, his speed is shit. Like, he's just, he's not very good. Yeah, but he's so cute. Okay. Yes, he's adorable. Why, why don't? Yeah, well, let, let, let me read some Let's of this read. biology section. Huh? So, Slowpoke is a pink Pokemon that resembles a cross between a salamander and a hippopotamus. Sure, I can see it. It has vacant eyes that never seem focused, <laughs> curled ears, and a rounded tan muzzle. It has four legs, each of which ends in a single white claw. Its long, tapered tail has a white tip. 
This tail drips of sweet, sappy substance that is attractive to many species of fish. Hell yeah. Slowpoke used the tail as a fishing lure. The tail often breaks off, but it will grow back. Yeah, like a starfish. Or like a salamander. Yeah. Yeah. In Alola, its tail is often dried and used in home-cooked stews. Yeah, no, I remember, like, Slowpoke tails being, like, a delicacy, which is Uh, fucked. Slowpoke has a notoriously dim intellect and often forgets what it was doing. (laughs) It takes a long time. I love love how you're reading this with such such malice in your voice. It takes a long time to respond to outside stimuli. For example, it can take up to five seconds to process pain. It can take an entire day to notice when its tail has been bitten. (laughs) Slowpoke is commonly found at the water's edge. In some places, it is believed that Slowpoke's yawn causes rain. This Pokemon is worshipped in those areas. Rightly so. In Galar. Galar. It's one of the it's one of the regions. Slowpoke's appearance is a result of particles being built from eating Galakar seeds. Hmm. The main difference is that it gained yellow coloration on its forehead and tail. Unlike its counterpart, its tail is always down and said to have a spicy taste. Gross. Yeah, Galar is the region for Sword and Shield. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which I haven't played. Galar and Slowpoke are known to relax on seashores and riverbanks without care in the world. Occasionally, it will get a very sharp look in its eyes as if it was about to think of something tremendous. However, Slowpoke will quickly forget and return to its normal expression. It is believed that its behavior is a result of Galarica particles affecting its brain. That's a hard word to say. They're just damn they dumb. Uh, But, like, so? It's just like, they're they're not a good Pokemon, homie. But they're, they're... They're slugs, they, dude. They just sort of chill. But they're really fucking cute slugs. Okay. And they don't they don't want for much. They catch delicious fishes for you. Yeah, they, it takes them a whole eventually. day to return. Eventually. <laughs> I'll starve before it actually catches no, a fish. Okay, if 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 you're if you're banking on Slowpoke being your primary food acquisition, you shouldn't have a Slowpoke. I mean, you were all... Th- that was like your... your aside from the being cute, the one practical use that you said. But, like, okay, we're talking about these things as pets, though, right? Like... Yes. My, my cat might catch a mouse every so often, but I'm not eating the mouse. That's for the cat's benefit. Well, yeah. I'm so a- my slowpoke, my slowpoke is just going to have, I'm just going to have a chill day. I'm going to bring out my camp chair. I'm going to sit by the river. I'm going to read a book. And my slowpoke is going to spend 24 hours fishing and catch one fish eventually. And it's going to be a great day. <laughs> oh, boy. I just, they're, they're so, so, they're, they're just... It's a, it's a word that's fallen out of common slang anymore, which makes me upset. But they're just so derpy. They are. They're they're just a. <sighs> like if I would like wanted a derpy like Pokemon to be a pet, like mm-hmm. I would go with like a fucking dugong, you know. <laughs> a dugong, dugong. Um, <laughs> it's just like. You know, it's it's the same reason, like, where, like, when you get a, like, certain cats. Like, you get a cat, and, like, 
if it like just kind of sits there and doesn't interact with you at all, like mm-hmm. what's the point of having a uh, having the pet? Like that's a lot of cats that do that, though. I mean, I know, but like even like my cat Ripley, who is very uh, antisocial, still hangs out with me pretty often. Sure, and like it's shorts and short stints, but like I get something from that, you know. You don't want an eighty-pound slowpoke crawling no. up into your lap. <laughs> well, will it? Because by the time it like tries to climb in my lap, like I've got to go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're really good, like like you know, cuddle pets in bed though, because they they won't they won't be able to get out. <laughs> they try to go, and you just scoot them back an inch. You're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll keep trying. Nope. Oh. <laughs> One step forward, two steps back, I guess. You know how, like, you know how, like, dogs with really short legs sometimes will just, like, kind of fall, gently fall over onto their sides? Yeah. I just can picture a slowpoke just going around, like, forgetting what it's doing and just going, oh. In my mind, <laughs> slowpoke is, like, if Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh didn't know he was sad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, was just blissfully unaware of everything. And Eeyore loses his tail all the time, too. <laughs> so, like, there you go. Is Slowpoke an Eeyore? Or, wait. Is Eeyore a Slowpoke? I mean, technically he's meant. a donkey, but, like, eh, close enough. According according to who? Christopher Robin? You think you, you think I'd trust that bitch's take? Whoa, Christopher Robin's a nice... He's a, he's a warm-hearted kid. Don't you, don't you fuck with Christopher I'm, Robin? I'm just putting everyone on blast this episode. Okay, uh, except for Slowpokes, apparently. Well, yeah, they, Slowpoke has done nothing wrong. <sighs> Slowpoke, I guarantee you that in the, the, the eternal consciousness of Slowpoke, Slowpoke has done nothing wrong. Look. It doesn't have the capacity to. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess until 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 a thing chops on its tail and it evolves into a slow bro, then you better watch out. Look, I, I have no qualms with slow bro. Like slow bro's all right. Slow poke, eh? <laughs> like you get the slow bro, and eh, yeah, you, you got you, there's something to it. Sure, it's got a parasite on its tail, but like, what are you gonna do? Slow bro don't care. Slow bro don't care. Slow bro don't care. And then you get the slow king, and slow king's a fucking baller. Sloking, sloking fucks. I mean, like probably, like yeah. like you see that weird crown, mm. that that royalty, that collar, and nothing else. Ugh. Oh, we got to change topics. Okay, getting... yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> but you think Slowbro is a shitty po- or slow? Excuse me, Slowpoke is a shitty Pokemon. Slowpoke is a shitty Pokemon, holy. Slowpoke. And I will. Slow. <sighs> wow. You're welcome. All right. Well, uh, agree to disagree. Let us get in the comments. Um, get in the comments. Let us know. We're gonna move on to my first pick for shitty Pokemon, and that is Magmar. And here's where you and I disagree. Yeah. So I'm ready to. I'm ready to 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 get get what's mine. Magmar is a sin. Magmar um, is a, a wonderful, sexy flame chicken. Ma- <laughs> Magmar is a fire type Pokemon, you know, because magma. Um, 
<laughs> they literally just slapped an R on the end of the word magma. Yeah, they didn't even try I will with slowpoke. So our friend, our friend Zan, one of their biggest pet peeves is just Pokemon names. Yeah, and how just blatant and on the nose they are, and it's so fun. And I feel bad every time I bring it up to them, but it's like. I can just imagine Zan's reaction to this. It's like, it's just fucking magma with an R at the end of it. You didn't do anything. Um, Magmar is a, one of the weird human-like bipedal Pokemon. Red body with yellow flame designs along the bottom half. It has, and this is a quote, a puckered yellow beak, small eyes, and two lumps on its forehead with a yellow flame on top of each one. Rigid red scales cover its arms, and it has five clawed fingers on each hand. Its shoulders and thighs are yellow and have red feet uh, that each have two clawed toes. And black metal shackles, apparently, is what those are oh, around its neck and I didn't and realize ankles. that that's what those were. Yeah, me either, dog. Uh, down its back is a row of red spikes, and there's a flame at the tip of its tapering yellow tail. Magmar has a body temperature of nearly 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit, or 1,200 degrees Celsius, giving its body an orange glow. Because it hates cold places, this Pokemon typically resides in and around active volcanoes where it is born from. This Pokemon has even been known to spit scorching flames to establish an ideally warm environment for itself. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, in battle, it blows out intense flames and burns everything to the ground because it's a fucking fire monster. It's not a monster. Look. It's a a pocket monster. It is a pocket monster. Definitionally. Whatever. Uh, An outmatched Gengar in battle, or excuse me, Magmar, wow. An outmatched Magmar in... (laughs) <laughs> will quickly retreat using its fiery camouflage and its waving, uh, wavering, rippling glare to blend into any present fires. It is able to heal its wounds and weariness by soaking in lava. Magmar has a bad habit of unintentionally burning its prey to a crisp. The body is always constantly burning. Magmar is feared as one to the many causes of fires. Look. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. Magmar... Apparently has been locked up. All of them have been locked up. <laughs> Haven't they had a hard enough life already? I don't know if they've been locked up. I think it's just a really... It's just a style choice. Yeah, all all Magmar are just kind of emo. Or it, it says like... They're all it like, say why that they do put I burn everything I love? Also on Bulbapedia, um, it shows like the Japanese name for Pokemon as well. Yeah. And what I can only guess is the like English phonetic translation. And for Magmar, it's Boober. It's Boober. Look <laughs> <laughs> at a load of this Boober. Oh, that's very good. But seriously, fuck this thing. Like, it's it's got like weird, like m- like the what am I thinking of? The crazy like outfit for like uh like Brazilian like carnival like those big frilly sleeves yeah. like it's just got big frilly sleeves. I mean, it's got a it's got a dumb duck bill for a mouth. It, it is a flame chicken, please. Like what bugs me is that the mouth is flesh colored. Yeah, but like everything else is either yellow or red. But it's just like a very human feature slapped onto this thing. 
Yeah, that was. And apparently those aren't just like, those are like, it said there were nubs on the top of its head that are on fire, which means that this thing just has like two big horn nubbins. Yep. Gah. What volcano made this? What volcano went like, yeah, this will be my child? Look, apparently it was Arceus. Yeah. Do you you want to tell Arceus that that they did a bad job? Yeah, I fucking will. (laughs) Arceus can suck it. Like, you made a, you made a, 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 a shitty kabuki fireman, like... I, I I will I will accept most of that. I will say a weird kabuki fire chicken. Okay, but like this thing is not sustainable as a pet. Well, it depends on who you are. Like if I'm you live saying, in the like, elemental plane of fire, you're good to go. But like I'm just thinking in the Pokemon universe, how did anyone ever have one of these things if it if it exudes two twenty two hundred degree temperatures? Yeah, and no, that would literally that would cook anything around it. Like, like that would just that would just alight any any field or forest that this thing walked through. Yeah, you know, like that's not like the best, you know, trait. Yeah. Um, granted, but you know, to the right person, a magma could be the best, you know, lifelong friend. No, I mean you're right. Like it's it's elemental plant of fire, sure. Like. Maybe there's some things in the ninth world that live in like geothermal like areas, and yeah, it's toss a magmar their way. But like, oh, I should mention magmar is four feet tall. All right, <laughs> he's a short king or short queen. They're just gr- I just don't like looking at him, Zach. They do blow out like intense flames all over its body, kind of like you know, like when uh, lizards like frill up to intimidate. They just light themselves more on fire to scare foes. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'd be scared by that, too. That's that's pretty cool, right? And just, like, I just don't get it. Like, there are so many other boss fire types, even just in Gen 1. Like, why would anyone choose a Magmar over, like, a Ninetales or... A Charizard. I mean, Charizard is notoriously hard to train. I will say that's that's true. But like, I would take I would take a a, a Vulpix, you know, over this motherfucker looking at me. <laughs> like when I, if I got a Vulpix, I got a cute little fox buddy. But like if I'm if I have this thing, like if I'm using the cuddle comparison again, imagine waking up next to this. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, but, like, I basically already do, because my fiancé is a fucking oven <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like my fiancé is about 2200 degrees Fahrenheit, so. <laughs> I'm going to let her know that I get sl- you think I, she's a magmar. I get slow roasted at night. I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to her and just say, Zach says, this is you. Okay, you got to give the context. <laughs> I don't, though. Grab my... Because I was coming from a place of, like, okay, imagine waking up next to a Vulpix, and you're like, oh, like, like temperature stuff aside. Imagine just waking up next to a Vulpix, and you're like, oh, cute. Hey, buddy. Even waking up next to a Slowpoke. Well, maybe a little more frightening than a Vulpix. I feel like a Slowpoke would be really, like, clammy, too, you know? That's fair. But just imagine waking up, and this is the first thing you see. I, I think Magmore's pretty cute. <sighs> Granted, it's always on fire, so like you know, you'd have to have like flame retardant cheats. But 
Yeah. I, I was just going doing a, a visual data experiment. Yeah. I just don't see it, my boy. Yeah, but... Can, can we talk about the shackles? Yeah, the shackles are very weird. That is a very weird note. That, like, are they just born with them? It makes me think... It, the the designer in me thinks that they were just like the artist just designed magmar this way uh-huh. and with the with the things around the ankles and the neck and then someone had to go and then no one no one questioned it and you know we're in gen 3 at this point yeah. and someone asked hey what's up with the like is that like magmar's like real skin color you know like zebras and the original artist was still on. It was like, no, 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 they're shackles. And someone went, what? <laughs> like, no one questioned it for so long. And then like, well, shit, I guess it's canon now. Yeah, I don't get it. I guess they're either. There are two things that popped into my head. Either one, they're they're born with it. Yeah. Or B, it's like a weird magmar cultural coming of age thing when you get your shackles. When you get your shackles. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that a part of Magmar culture is that everyone's sort of into BDSM. Oh, man. That's upsetting. So, like, yeah, hey, they're taught to be sex positive from an early age. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's the but same thing. It's like, do are all far-fetched born with, like, a fucking leak? Like, are all yeah. Q-bones born with their mother's skull, like, on their head? Like, it's The weird. Pokemon universe really breaks down the moment you put any sort of critical thinking into it. Yeah. And I, and I love it for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, there's a lot of uh, disbelief you have to willingly suspend for this to be enjoyable. Yeah. Well, at any rate, I'm tired of looking at this wiki article. Are you, are you ready to move on I'm from Magmar? Can ready. we say goodbye to this... this fire sin creature fuck off yeah okay yeah we can okay bye magmar bye magmar with that i think it's about time that we would go to an ad correct no fuck next okay. pokemon <laughs> no we can do <laughs> we can do an ad uh, i re- we received some very nice feedback from folks about uh about our, our, our the ad that uh, premiered during our anniversary episode, uh, this uh, Zephyr Shenastiliath uh, sings the hits. I don't think it's how it's so, pronounced. Do you want to take a crack at it? Because yeah, I'm just looking at it. It's Zaffir. Okay. Shenastith. Cool. Well, we received some great feedback from the folks over there uh, and how what was displayed on the, on our show. So um, we got one more in the tank, at least for now. So uh, take it away. Zaffir Shenestath sings the hits. Nice. Are you ready for the world's most prolific bard? Bringing you a collection of the Kindleland's greatest hits. Zaffir Shenastiliath sings the hits. With such classics as... Morty's mom. Morty's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Morty can't you Jackson's see? girl. You know I wish that I had Jackson's girl. I wish that I had Jackson's girl. Where can I find a wizard like that? The pride and joy of the final flight. From Plains Watch to Bulwark, everyone knows Zephyr. 
Start spreading the news. Classics for now. Classics for then. Classics forever. I want to be a part of it. Bulwark, bulwark. Step into a realm of melodic marvels with the man of many faces. Planted by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver and his sight is not a toy. Blinded by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver. There's never been a musical collection like this until now. Get inspired. You need some help with that. Bardic inspiration. Going to give you help with that. Bardic inspiration. I Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and order your copy today for four easy payments of 25 gold each. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits. Toss a coin to your shifter, O oh, valley of plenty, O oh, valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your shifter, O oh, valley of plenty. That is not how pronounced how I thought it was pronounced. I was halfway right. So I got the first. You were right. pretty close. I mm-hmm. was nowhere near. I think it would be better though. Like I'm not here to tell someone how their name is pronounced, but like I think it'd be like cooler if his name was Zaffer. Zaffer? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're gonna um, jump back. I in. did. I did during the ad. I did step out real quick. Um, and I, I, since we're in Denmark now, I did bring you a celebratory Danish. Oh man, it's blackberry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I just had a weird image in my head because yeah. we're in Denmark. People in Denmark yeah. are, are are Danish. Oh. So for some reason, <laughs> I had in my head that you just well, brought me a person covered in blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you well, celebratory I Danish. I, I would have brought you a Dane. Uh, uh, that's that's fair. I don't say that I brought you a, <laughs> uh, uh, if I if I put a Frenchman in front of you, I wouldn't say, "Hey, this is a French." What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm so fucking dumb. Hello, I am an America. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, it's a really good bit. I really liked it. I just had to also drill you for it. I'm putting everyone on blast. No, that's I'm fine. busting. I'm busting chops this episode. Ah. Ask anyone. <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay, so this, you need a second. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. So well, we're gonna we're gonna jump back in, and the first mm-hmm. one we're gonna talk about is fucking Diglett. Come on. All right. So Diglett. Come on. For those who don't know. Come on. is a tiny brown Pokemon that seems to be perpetually buried within the earth, leaving only its head visible. Its small stature makes it both the lightest and shortest ground type. It has beady black eyes and a large, round pink nose. A Diglett in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Red Rescue Team, and Blue Rescue Team, longest title ever, (laughs) mentions that it has feet, though their size and appearance is unknown. It spends much of its time underground and has very thin skin. If Diglett is exposed to sunlight, 
its blood will heat up and cause it to grow weak. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Diglett lives in... So you shouldn't, so you shouldn't insult Diglets. No, yeah, because... Because they have very thin skin. They have very thin skin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want that... Yeah, get that blood... Yeah, heat that blood up, because... Yeah. Man. Diglett lives in tunnels and caves under the earth where it feeds on tree roots and vegetables. Which, oh. like, that would just mean that they're eating your crops and destroying your trees. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's that's bad thing, number one. Come on. It also sometimes lives in burrows near forests and has even been shown to live inside of trees. That's cool. Diglett digs regularly through the earth at a shallow depth, leaving perfectly uh, tilled soil in its wake. Which, I, I guess, is a point in its favor. Except, you know, when it goes everywhere and tills, like, the dirt underneath a sidewalk, and then all the sidewalks are fucked. <laughs> anyway, some farmers welcome Diglett because it tills their fields and its uh, draw, uh, droppings enrich the soil. But others yes. considered it a pest for eating their vegetables. For a brief time, fissure was its uh, signature move. Drudagon is a natural predator of Diglett. And Dreadagon, I think, is a, is a big old dragon type sort of thing. It's a yeah. big old dragon type, yeah. So <sighs> you don't know what most of it looks like, and the, the my biggest problem with Diglett, let me. <laughs> it just looks like a. It just looks like a hot dog with eyes and I a mean, big it, nose. It looks. It looks like a, a. Is it a wampa? From uh the little mushroom guys. From what? From fucking no. Is a goomba? No, is goomba. Goomba from fucking Mario. From Mario, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a fucking, it's just a fucking Goomba, dude. Like, but like a Goomba, but just the, just, it's like the muffin top of a Goomba. <laughs> I will tell you, I will tell you what my nostalgia glasses tell me about Diglett, okay, and why why I have an attachment to Diglett is because in Gen One, when you get to um, what is it, Vermilion City oh, with Lieutenant Surge? I think so. Um. He was a motherfucker. That electric type gym was a motherfucker. Yep. But right nearby was that cave where like ninety percent of what showed up were diglets. But if you were if you were uh, 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 if you endured, you could uh, find a Doug Trio mm-hmm. and made that gym a cinch. And so I always really liked diglets because they always helped me get through that gym. So here's my biggest problem with diglet. No matter where you're fighting, if you throw a diglet, if there's a diglet. Like you could be in the middle of the fucking ocean. Diglin is still underground somehow. <laughs> like, what is this bullshit? Diglett! Why does Diglett come with just a tuft of earth around it? Because it's a ground type, dog. I mean, yeah, but like... So? <laughs> how, how, how is it underground when we're in a metal building? It doesn't make sense. Oh, uh, I will say it is. It is just I. I love hearkening back to what we were talking about with Magmar. Like the shit you don't think about uh, when you're playing Pokemon as a child. Like in this, it was mentioned the thickness of Diglett's skin. It being in sunlight caused its blood to heat up, and that it has good fertilizing shit. I mean, grandma, you don't think about Pokemon shit. Yeah, ever. you don't. You really don't. Um, but, like, it's canon. The one good thing, I mean, aside from the fact that it can till a field, cool, 
is the memes that come out of people drawing what the bottom half of Diglett looks like. <laughs> when it's always just like a buff A, a dude. big muscly man, which yeah. like I'm always here for, but like when it comes to pet, like Diglett's just like a like a, like a weird plant killing chicken nugget. Uh, <laughs> a, a weird earth tater tot. And Tadrenagons, they are just chicken nuggets. They are just chicken nuggets. Mm, Um, Just tastes like Diglett. mm, Tastes like Diglett. (laughs) Yeah, you you make a Diglett-themed snack like like Teddy Grahams, but they're called Diggums. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me like Diglett even more. And then it's like it's like Dunkaroos with this little bit of frosting, yeah. chocolate frosting. Oh, man. So that like, you put the little, you you put the you put the end of the diglet down, so it looks like it has a little bit of earth yeah. around it, but it's just chocolate frosting. I haven't, I haven't thought about about Dunkaroos in a long time. Dunkaroos are back, baby. Dude, Dunkaroos are great. I love Dunkaroos. They're back in production. Oh shit, yeah. God, get me yeah. some Dunkaroos. I even saw a Dunkaroo beer once. The fuck? Yeah, we'll move on from that. Okay. Um. I just, I think my problem is that I just think, like, same thing with Slowpoke. I just think Diglett's cute. I mean, look, it's it's just, it's just a brown <laughs> dome with, like, eyes and a nose on it. And that's cute. And then it evolves, and guess what? Doug Trio's just three of them sitting next to each other. <laughs> Do you think, like, Doug Trio's happen because, like, Basically, just like the dig, a diglet just picks its two favorite like frat brothers, and they're just gonna be like, you know, buds forever. I mean, like ride or die. That or it's like a weird polycule situation where it's like they are now one. They are always together. Hmm. This is fair. This is fair. They just they just fuck they just they just fucking down there. They just fucking down there. That's all they're doing. (laughs) Get get in the comments. They, tell you what. Tell tell us what you they think. Nasty. Yeah, they, oh, they nasty though. Uh, let us know what what you think the reason for all those those diglets sticking together in a duck trio is all about. Cause yeah, are they like yeah? Do they are they just like glued together? Do they? Are I they, don't know. Do, they do it voluntarily. It's it's like the like a weird ass like three legged race sort of scenario where they just kind of are tied together. Does the, when the diglet evolves, is it, is it just reproducing, or is it like cloning itself? It's reproducing by budding or something. Exactly, and it just pops. Yeah, it just pops two other of itself. But yeah, it's just of it's, its there's, sprout. There's just two more, and they have angry eyebrows. That's the only difference. They do have angry. They eyebrows, do have angry they? eyebrows. <laughs> Diglett's uh, dumb, homie. I but really cute. It's it's not though. It's, okay, it's, but who its original Japanese uh, uh, translation is Digda. 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 Okay, but let's let's do our let's do our business for a minute okay. and and like who is who would who would Diglett be a good pet for? A good Pokemon for? Sorry, I just went to the the Doug Trio page and the the Alolan uh, Alolan one um has has wigs on their heads. Yeah, they have beautiful golden locks. They have beautiful golden locks. It's fucked up. It's, that's it's, why I don't want to talk about Aloha. Um, <clears throat> that's why I don't want to talk about Aloha, because it's fucked. I mean, I, I, obviously, farmers, like, hey, they can help you with your fields. Cool. <laughs> then you just got to keep away from your crops. They've got a boopable nose. Yeah. That's that's what I got. You you like Diglets. Some... Sell us on Diglets. 
Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm thinking of all of the dragons that have like burrow capabilities yeah. and like have under uh, like an underground capacity to them. Mm-hmm. Just having like an army of diglets at your disposal. Would be oh cool. shit! Um, Diglet army. See, and now I'm thinking about the in the, was it the first Pokemon movie or the second Pokemon movie when there's like there's like an army of uh, of Diglets that are like r- running down the road, and then like people kind of like uh, Professor Oak like has like gets oh. like crowd surfed. Well, he's on yeah, his bike, yeah, yeah. and he has to jump off, and then Mister Mime's there and is really worried about whatever is going on. Fuck Mister Mime. Maybe they maybe they are a nuisance in large numbers. Yo, they're just a nuisance in large numbers. They are like they are called the mole Pokemon, so they are like a mole, which aren't great. They're just digging holes, dig a tunnel, dig dig a tunnel. <laughs> this Pokedex entry says Diglets are raised in most farms. Well, there you go for the for the same soil reasons. That's about the only, that's the only positive I can think of. Really, that's really yeah, that's really it. Otherwise, they're just kind of a nuisance. They eat like they they kill the tr- the the roots of a tree by eating them, or they eat all your crops. They destroy the city infrastructure, and, <laughs> and and apparently even, like, no matter where they're at, they have to dig it in, through the floor to get there. So any, you know, flooring you have put in, you'd have to get your floors redone, like, daily. Yeah. All right, last piece. If you were to grab a diglet and yank it out of the ground, what do you think you would see? Um... Because I, I like the idea that it's got two little, like, human feet, but no arms, no hands. <laughs> so it's just got the feet that are sitting there. Yeah, just dig, 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 Um, I think that it is like a squid down there. Oh! It's all squiddy. It's all squiddy down there. It's all squiddy down there. It's got a, got a bunch of tentacles. That's deeply upsetting. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> This is such a weird episode. Yeah, I okay. know. I'm here for it, though. <laughs> Dude. Fucking Diglett. I'm glad right. I'm glad we tore that motherfucker apart. Anyway. All right. Bye, Diglett. Bye, You're Diglett. really cute. This all one, right. I think that y- you and I are both not sold on at all. Yeah, so the last one on the docket for today is Execute. Man, fuck Execute. Fuck Execute, dude. Okay. Execute is a is the egg Pokemon. Zach and I will be disproving that in this in this TED Talk. Yeah. In, um, in, in this paper, we will prove that. It is a grass psychic type, which again, cool combination, but like... Okay. Execute is a Pokemon resembling six light pink eggs. Resembling! Usually seen arranged with five heads huddled around a sixth. Each quote-unquote head has a slightly different facial expression, but each face has triangular eyes with tiny black pupils and a small mouth. Each shell has some cracks, and one member of the bundle usually has its yellow insides or brain exposed. More numerous cracks are a sign that it is close to evolution. Despite looking like eggs, Execute is actually more closely related to plant seeds. It is believed to carry genes of plants and other species. There's more, but let's stop there for a moment. Like, why couldn't you, they have come up with a better name that's like, these are seeds? It's... 
Why why be why be misleading and go down the whole egg route? It turns these into things, a fucking palm tree. Like these things are it's called execute. It's called the egg Pokemon. But it look like egg. Is seed. Is not is is empirically not egg. Ha huh. Okay. I because it, it says to execute they gather in swarms of six. Yeah, I but, was just about to continue there. But like, when you catch them, you catch them in the group of six. Yeah, you never see the lone execute, or like, or like, yeah, is is a singular seed an execute, or is it only an execute when it's a bundle of six? I don't know. I just don't. The, the heads communicate with each other apparently using a form of telepathy that only they can understand. What the fuck? What the fuck? Should the number of execute be reduced to less than six, the remaining execute will attempt to replace it with a similarly sized Pokemon, apparently as seen in the anime. It needs six execute in order to stay balanced or else it becomes nervous and cowardly. Pidgeotto and Crabrawler are its natural predators, which it chases off with psychokinesis. Execute inhabit jungles and forests. Yeah. <sighs> so apparently a single thing is one execute. But they ha- they have to have all six of them. Yes, in order to like exist and function. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Because, yeah, it, it's it's blatantly a grass type. They're not eggs. They become They're a tree. Seeds. They become tree. They evolve into tree. And, and, and it's still, at that point, it's called executor. They still think it an egg. Now, here's and a question. egg. So, when it's an execute, there's six of them. Yeah. When it becomes an executor, there's only three heads left. Yeah. Who gets to decide which heads remain? I don't know. I'm going to skim this to see if it tells us like what happens when it evolves. I don't think it does. But what's even fucked is that the executor is called the coconut Pokemon. So at that point, they're just like, yeah, it was never eggs, idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit, idiot. <sighs> and it requires a leaf stone to evolve. If not egg. The- oh, it's the egg Pokemon. <laughs> Get fucking that. Off, Pokedex entry for red and blue. Often mistaken for eggs. <laughs> By who? Everyone knows that they ain't eggs now. Oh, fucking eggs. Using telepathy only they can receive. They always form a cluster of six execute. Even if one is separated from the group, the energy bond between the six will make them rejoin instantly. Also, can we circle back to the thing? Because, yeah, there's always the execute where you can see, like, the top of it is cracked open, and you can see a little yellow goobus in there. Apparently that's its brain? Yeah. Yeah, imagine being the person drawing that short, that fucking short straw, though. Like, you get six execute show up, and they all have their shells intact. It's like, all right, who's it going to be? One of us has to have some brain out. All right, someone's got to get, has a fucking tire iron. One of, <laughs> one of us has to get fucked up. All of the domes are fine. All right, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Or I guess in the Pokemon universe it'd be, what? <laughs> grass, fire, water, shoot. Grass, fire, water, Jerry. <laughs> My head! Sorry, Jerry, you took one for the team. We won't forget this. <sighs> what? It's fine, Jerry won't remember this now. 
All right, Jerry, keep up. It's like, hey, all up. right, Felix, you're in charge of Jerry now, but I'm stuck oh, in the mud. You're in the middle all the time. Man. You're protected. Now all you got to do is watch out for Jerry. Uh, come on, Jerry. <laughs> okay. Executes fucked up. And Jerry was never the same after that. Isn't there a move they have called, like, Egg Bomb or something? Yeah, they can explode. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, that's self-destruct. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can self-destruct. Well, that's that's fair. I'm thinking of a... I'm, I'm thinking there was a move literally called Egg Bomb where they just, like, fling a, an egg at you well, or something. Let's find out. I'm gonna... I might be making this up, but I'm gonna type in Egg Bomb Pokemon. Yeah, Egg Bomb. It's a normal type move. So, like, Chansey had an egg bomb, because Chansey's got an egg in that kangaroo pouch. Oh, yeah. But these things have a move called egg bomb, further buying into the bullshit that they eggs. And they ain't eggs. Where are they getting these eggs from? Eggs, they frustrate me. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking execute, dude. Which is shitty, because, like, we're talking, like, Pokemon legit real quick. Like, Grass Psychic is a great combo. Yeah. But Execute just, just blows. Yeah. Even Executor's not that great. So this is what I'm what, what, what I'm, I'm getting from this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. There's positives for the first three. Fuck Execute. Mm-hmm. Fuck Execute. No one wants an Execute. Don't get an Execute. No one... Maybe, like, a juggler. No, but then, yeah. But, like, who likes jugglers? Yeah, no, Jerry would definitely can't get juggled, because that brain might come flopping out, so... It's true. <sighs> okay, I've said my piece. You said your piece. Fuck execute. Fuck execute. That does, I think, bring us to the end. Then that do that do. I um, that do indeed. <laughs> thank you all for for listening to our our first shitty Pokemon episode. We hope you enjoyed it. This is our first time doing it. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to send us a new housewarming gift for our new location in uh, Bieringbro. Uh, you can contact HR, and uh, they can get you our P.O. box. Otherwise, if you're a Danish local and covered in blackberries and want to stop by as a housewarming gift, um, feel free to do so. Yeah. Hey. Psst. Yeah. Hey, Griffin. Yeah, buddy. So I actually have a secret to tell you this time. Okay, hit me. So, if you're, you're not going to make me laugh as hard this time. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. The money goes directly to supporting all the shows on Ghostlight Media. I'm talking about shows like Another Path, talking about shows like Shakespeare, shows like an Imprinted Echoes, shows like I Missed It. That's all That's of them. all of them. We listed all of the shows. <laughs> we do this every time. I will time. say... I, I think I put this in an episode or two back, but uh, part of the Patreon backer content at a high enough donation level, you do get access to a Zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop tabletop role playing game. It is a a, a one page RPG that we uh, co authored using our uh, uh, fantastic uh, Mister Greenley, as uh, D twelve system called Dodecamus. Uh, yeah, which is very. It is good. a D12 system in honor of the best die and the most underappreciated die oh, the D- in the, the RPG beautiful set. Beautiful D12, and uh, you can play as a random intern in a randomly determined intern 
at the pet shop where uh, the interns all got together and threw a big office party while Zack and I were out of town and we're coming back and some creatures have gotten out. So you have to clean up and get them back to their enclosures before your bosses get back. Uh, So yeah, uh, you can get that as well as bonus uh, episodes for a lot of our shows as well as other sort of uh, published content. I know that there was a, I I think it was, oh goodness, what show put it out that... uh, it was another Dodecamus um, one-page uh, called mm. Mi- Oh God, what was it? It's 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 Miss Ocean's fifth grade class. Yes, Miss Ocean's fifth grade class, where your kids stealing uh, playground equipment. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Ocean's it's, five. It's a big it's a big heist game, and it's very wonderful. Uh, but yeah, that bonus episodes, uh, we did one, one for another path where it was just us talking about, uh, nostalgic video games and stuff like that. Mm. Um, there's a lot of good content out there. And, uh, as those of you who have been with us for a while know, uh, more donations and things like that help us create new shows. Mm. Pet Shop was initially born out of Patreon was money. Our very first um, one. Yep. And, uh, we, we, so we have ideas of brewing. And uh, yeah, once we get the uh, our, our our donations uh, on Patreon up a little more, we'll start sprinkling more programming uh, onto the network. So yeah, even a dollar or two goes a long way to help out, Definitely. and it shows that you you care, and it fills our hearts with giddiness and joy. Yeah, and even and a dollar a month sprinkles. gets you on the uh, gets you on the Discord where you can talk to us. So hell yeah, hell yeah. So um, all right. yeah, I think we've that, bloviated enough about our Patreon. Oh, we, we just um, really plugged so much there. <laughs> Normally, we only plug that much in our private hours. Yeah. Ho ho, balance. Anyway, thank you all once again for listening. I have been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, everybody, at the end of the day, it's all about the love, baby. It's all about the love. Thank you all for listening to episode 53 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Kim, Atan, and Tyler for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We'd like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, do Danishes actually originate from Denmark? I kind of just made that joke, but I don't really know. I just kind of went with it. Um, get in the comments. Goodbye. This is a Ghost Like Media production.